and welcome back to another episode with the Uninformed Gamers. I am one of your hosts, Chameleon, or Chris, whatever the hell you want to call me. <laughs> and I have uh, here with me one of my other co-hosts, um, Mason of Rad Dreams Review. What up? Yo, what's up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I apologize to our listeners. We had a week off because things have been crazy busy as of late, but... We are here today with another fantastic episode. We got a lot to talk about. Our other co-host, uh, Devin, will be unable to make it today because he is most likely on a plane to Brazil once more. <laughs> Constantly back and forth, I Brazil, know. Canada, uh, Mexico. He is all over this world right now. Yeah, it, um, it is. I, I, I applaud the man. I could not do that. <laughs> I could do it if I was traveling for leisure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh man, that's awesome. So, so what's been up with you in terms of uh the gaming sphere? Yeah, dude. Um let's think. What have I been playing? Um I've been playing a lot of um Elden Ring still. I'm still working on that. It is mm-hmm. a I'm like about 90 hours in. Um, nice nice you should be close to beating it then right yeah i think i'm in like one of the last sections of the game i'm just kind of lost because i have the worst sense of direction in games it's like a running joke like (laughs) i get i've gotten lost have you ever played batman arkham asylum yes i've played all of the batman games actually they're part of my (laughs) they are one of my favorite uh, favorite franchises especially the arkham series do you remember I, how like linear that game was and it was very like railroady you just kind of yeah you, it kind of basically walks you through i got lost in that how <laughs> i don't like, know I, I would understand if you got lost in like arkham city or like <laughs> arkham knight because that is just straight up open world yeah but like <laughs> arkham asylum like you said it, it was very railroady but it, it was still a fantastic game revolutionized like the batman gaming honestly yeah yeah i i remember it like so like obviously this wasn't me like trying to beat it for this straight amount of time but yeah. like i started it like let's say in um 2012 or something right there yeah something like that i beat it beat it until 2017 because mm-hmm. I was so frustrated and lost. And every time I got on, I just could never figure out where to go. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I've been playing uh, Elden Ring, Lost There. Um, mm-hmm. And then I've also been playing um, here and there uh, a little bit of Ace, um, the great Ace Attorney, Attorney Chronicles. Yeah. <laughs> I love Objection. that goofy shit. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> um, you see and my then, client. Right, you're right. Um, and then, uh, what was it? Uh, Destiny, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, always, always a good game to play. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, what about you, man? What have you been up to? Well, big news for our listeners here. I caved, and I too have been on the Elden Ring train. Hell yeah. We got to play together sometime. Yes, I am now level 25. I beat the first boss. I was struggling with uh, Margit or Margit or however the fuck you pronounce his name. uh, Because I was level 15. And I was just like, oh, how do I beat this motherfucker? And 
I messaged you guys and you're just like, dude, just grind. So I grinded, <laughs> I grinded for five levels and I didn't think that would make that big of a difference, but honestly, five levels made a huge difference. Like I yeah. didn't even, I didn't struggle like at yeah. all. It was crazy. I was like, how the fuck does five levels make this big of a difference? Yeah, dude. It's, it's kind of just like that in that game. Um, there's this, there's this creature. I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's incredibly tanky. And I watched it mop me and two of my friends for like two hours. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and they were, they had already actually beaten it before. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So I, I, I went and, um, I went and just, uh, what do you call it? Um, went and just like started grinding out levels. I was like, yeah, I'll yeah. be back. <laughs> And I came back like uh, about 10 levels later and I was able to kill him. He was still incredibly hard because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. strictly the tankiest thing I've ever faced in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to solo him actually when I did it that way. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I soloed Margit and now I'm kind of putzing around trying to find out what to do next. Kind yeah. of. Um, but overall, I'm enjoying the game more so than I have with the other From Software games because I've, yes. I've, I've I've played Bloodborne and I've played Demon Souls and I've played Dark Souls, and out of all of those, I'm enjoying this one the most so far. I agree. Like, yes, it's hard and unforgiving, but it's not like I haven't felt demoralized yet, which is yeah. nice. Uh, I I still do feel like I have a chance with every single enemy that I face, I just have to, you know, learn. And I, I don't know, for some reason with the previous games, I never felt a sense of, okay, I can do this. It, it was a sense of, okay, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall I'm, I'm, a, I'm enjoying the game. Um, my only criticisms of the game thus far are uh, you touched on it in your review is the multiplayer. It could be more seamless. Yeah, uh, and it could be fleshed out better. And then I also do think the story is not quite clear, and it could be done better in terms of like cohesiveness because there's not really yes. a a linear storyline that you follow. You kind of have to piece shit together, which can be rewarding in itself, but yeah, it, it's also like very confusing. Because it's yeah. just like, you must get the Elden Ring. I'm like, okay, <laughs> why? Yes. He, it, it's, I don't know. It, the, the narrative could be done better. That's that's all. I agree. I Because the I think the biggest problem is, is I think the game could like like really use a journal, to be honest. Yeah. Because like, like um, there are games like, uh, which uh, your favorite game? The Divin- uh, Divinity Original Sin yes. 2. That yes. game has journals because there's a yes. lot of shit that goes on in that game. Exactly. You, you can lose track. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it does it in a way that it doesn't tell you exactly where to go or anything no, like that. No. And I, this in um, Elden Ring is designed <laughs> the same way, but it just without the journal. You're just like, well, what the hell? Like, I'll talk to someone and they'll be telling me about something and I'm like, yeah, I don't remember you, but we've definitely talked. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it gets like all the story gets all like confusing and mm-hmm. all mucked up, and and 
if you do things in a wrong order, you could mess up the story in that way too. Like, like mm-hmm. you just will get somewhere and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then like, um, other than that though, everything else about Elden Ring is fantastic. Yeah. Like, like, um, when I first booted up the game, I just love the randomness because I, I walked into it, not looking up anything. I'm, I just, I'm going into this blind doing everything like, just off the cuff, <laughs> which is probably not the best way to do it. But hey, I'm here for the experience. So what yeah. happened to me is I, I discovered this like dungeon or whatever, cleared out this like area of rats. And then I opened up this door and there was a chest. And then I opened said chest and then I got fucking teleported to this mine. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so it's a mine. So I go out and then this fucking like thing on top of this shack that looks like this eldritch horror with with multiple tendrils is like shooting this like machine gun projectile at me (laughs) i'm just like what the fuck (laughs) that's all the ring baby (laughs) i I was like i got teleported to the wrong area i I look at the map and like i'm like all over in bfe i'm like where the fuck am i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you and then you die you lose all your souls and you're like yep. well shit <laughs> I'm like, how do i get them back i don't know if i've opened that chest i i mean i may have accidentally like not found that area that you yeah. got to but and then it took me a while to figure out oh hey you can teleport to areas of grace that you've discovered yes so it took me a while to figure that out but once i figured it out i was like sweet and then mm-hmm. i discovered that you can sprint uh i didn't know you could sprint until after i beat margid wow you walked the whole time yeah that's a lot uh, of walking i did not know (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just really fun because uh, like playing the game blind is really really fun and rewarding it is yeah uh overall i I think i would agree with your assessment with your review like 8.5 or like 8.75 out of 10 You know, it, yeah. it's a very good game, but there are some flaws. Uh, I wouldn't give it a perfect 10, but that's just no. me. Um, no hate in the comments. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been up to. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's dive into some stories here. Um, yeah. We've got a few this week. Yes, we do. Um, let's talk Blizzard. We love yeah. talking Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, so t- t- to those listening, take a shot. Uh, we mentioned Blizzard. <laughs> so uh what's been going on with blizzard blizzard uh settled its lawsuit woes um so i'm trying to pull up the story here um blizzard settled their uh the sexual harassment slash workplace um uh what do you call it um um Wow. Sexual har- I mean, it's the sexual harassment lawsuit. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, they settled it. I, which I would have preferred that to like, you know, go the way and them to like, you know, like, cause when, when you settle a law- lawsuit, usually it's behind closed doors and mm. no one knows the, uh, typically it's in the agreement that no one knows the outcome except for the people that it affected. Um, and so, I don't think that we have the details on like, but like we, we know how much the, um, the yeah, people were was, paid. 
I do. Um, I do have a very brief overview of the settlement. Um, in addition to like the monetary relief that was provided, yeah. which was eighteen million dollars, which is yes. like a, a, a drop in the bucket for a multi-billion-dollar corporation like Blizzard. Yeah, so that's a little absolutely. bit of a that's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, they. They they could have definitely paid out more than that. And th- I just don't like that when you settle it, it's it's not saying that you were wrong. It's no. it's just agreeing to disagree and we're both mm-hmm. just trying to end this right now kind exactly. of exactly. And what what's really unfortunate about this settlement is that not only no, did they not get found guilty the term like sexual harassment and discrimination and things of that sort were stricken from the lawsuit itself. Yep. So that was kind of fucked up, but silver lining, um, a couple other things that were part of this lawsuit that, the company agreed to was having a neutral third party um, consultant overseen by the equal opportunity employment for the, what was it? The EEOC, the equal opportunity yeah. commission. Mm-hmm. All right. I know it was a lot. That acronym is weird. Uh, yeah. They also <laughs> agreed on audits on pending and current complaints to determine the effectiveness of the handling of the said complaints uh, they also said that they will be implementing surveys uh, throughout the company, like you know, the company being Activision Blizzard. They'll be ha- handing out surveys to the employees. Uh, they'll provide anti-harassment, anti-discrimination training that includes bystander intervention and civility. They will provide human resource personnel that will attend these trainings as well as provide further investigation into the human resource department. And this is all being overseen by a third party by the EEOC. So I do like that. They're also, they're also implementing a performance review system for uh, management supervisors, as well as human resource personnel that is being conducted by the EEOC they're expanding their mental health counseling services available to every single employee, as well as those who were a part of the lawsuit. Uh, they're also implementing a tracking system so that way they can monitor their progress with the system that's going to be put in place. Yeah. They're also going to be keeping a comprehensive physical record in addition to this. which is nice. Uh, And then the final thing is they're providing a toll-free hotline for employees uh, that can report complaints anonymously that will be monitored 24-7. Yeah, I I like a lot of the good things that have come out of this. I don't, like like I said, I I still don't like to settle, but... I don't either, but at least there's some semblance of a silver lining. Yeah, some sort of like, you know... Um, check balance system that's being yeah. put in place to make sure shit like this doesn't happen again. Exactly. Um, and the fact that, you know, if the acquisition goes through by Microsoft, 
Um, yeah. Not not if it goes through because it, it was approved. Uh, when it becomes official and you know takes place, yeah, I think things will get even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, a little interesting. Like kind of related thing is, um, I think Microsoft got the number one most pop like um, best place to work. Um, oh, in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, they they're number one. I'm pretty sure. Um, let me fact check myself on that. <laughs> yep, they did. Microsoft nabbed the number one spot. Yes. So, and um, the uh, other companies were Google, Adobe, Zoom, Facebook. So that's kind of surprising, honestly. The Facebook one actually surprised me a lot, yeah. but I, I guess I've never heard anything about how they treat their employees. Yeah. I'm sure it's a fine place to work. Like usually tech companies are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least yeah, that's what I understand. It's just the gaming companies right now that are being shitheads. It feels mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Yeah. Um. but yeah. So if blizzard falls under that umbrella, they're going to get that same treatment. Like Microsoft will for sure put its practices in place that are working for it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on a much lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Elon oh. Musk is back, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's back in the news and for a different reason. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This this kind of came out of left field to me. This was yeah, this was seriously out of nowhere. Like so it was literally what, out of nowhere. It was uh April fourth, right? Yeah. It, like I believe it happened so. like super recent. Um, like a date, I think it was like a day ago, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was like a couple days ago that Elon Musk straight up bought nine point two percent of Twitter stock. Yep. So now he is the second highest shareholder in that company. Yep, and so um, we don't know exactly how much he paid for his shares. But he bought roughly around two point nine billion. Yeah, it was a it was a lot. <laughs> like he paid some some cash. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, and he's got it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And as soon as he did it, um, well, their, their stock like skyrocketed twenty two percent jump from him purchasing yeah. that. Like yeah, it was. Uh, it went to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. But yeah, he um he is I believe he's now a part of Twitter's board um yes. because he's a now like a big um shareholder. Um so he's got a seat at the table. Yeah. <laughs> and and not and ever since the purchase he has been using Twitter to uh do like uh surveys for their customers and stuff. Mhm. Well, I shouldn't say customers, I should say users. Interesting. What is he surveying them? uh, Basically, like one of his questions on Twitter has been like, should Twitter have a edit function? Yes. Yes. And I've actually seen that. Um, They actually are working on it. They there's like a little beta out thing that they're there's Mm -hmm. there's some users that actually like have the ability to use it a little bit. That's good. And then another one is like um, free speech is essential to a functioning democracy. Do you believe Twitter rigorously adheres to this principle? Yes or no. <laughs> Twitter's a weird place. <laughs> yeah. 
And seventy uh, percent of uh, users said no. <laughs> of course they did, because they were probably trying to post some like some uh, some weird shit, <laughs> and they got called out for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so we'll, we'll kind of see. What, oh, go ahead. Yeah, we'll we'll kind of see what happens with Twitter with this. Uh, we'll see how Elon uh, contributes to the company. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm truly curious where this Same. is going to go. I am too, man. <laughs> oh man, um, you want to take this next door? Yeah, this one's kind of fun, uh, yeah. in my opinion, and I I didn't really see it coming. Another story nope. I didn't see coming. So, uh, for those not familiar, uh, Shueisha is the most famous weekly manga magazine, or no, excuse me, they own the most famous weekly manga uh, yep. magazine in Japan called you know, Weekly Shonen Jump. I started reading Shonen Jump back in like junior high days. I was like nine, oh, yeah. 10 years old when I started reading it. So it's been around for quite some time. Uh, has a very steep history in not only Japanese culture, but American culture as well. Uh, they are getting their own gaming studio. Yeah. And, and for our listeners out there, um, just to give you an idea of some of the like manga slash anime that they mm-hmm. like they write um one piece naruto bleach hunter x hunter uh even though that's on hiatus forever (laughs) uh yeah i would love for it to come back because good news though it it is coming back in 2023 for what um hunter hunter uh the um uh what's his name um uh what's his continuation Um, yeah, um, what the fuck is the author's name? Uh, I know exactly uh, what you're talking uh, about. I don't uh, know his name. Uh, Tagashi. Tagashi. Yes. Uh, Tagashi did state in an interview that Hunter Hunter is coming back in 2023 after his long hiatus. Now, he's been experiencing a lot of health issues. Yep. So I know fans are upset that Hunter Hunter has been on such a long hiatus, but you got to give the guy uh, some credit and... Yeah some respect because mangaka in Japan are not treated very well. They have to deal with insane hours, insane working conditions. So just, you know, fans just cut them, cut them a little slack. Right. Right. But, I'm but just, yeah, I'm just hopeful yes. that I'll finally see an animated, uh, Trollo versus Hisoka. Yeah. That would be amazing, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah. so, so really, really great animes there. Also, like just some more um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Dragon Ball or some other mm-hmm. ones that. Yeah, some b- big heavy hitters. Huge. Absolutely huge. So I'm I'm excited to see what what type of games they're going to make. Like for oh, sure, it's going to be anime. Like it's going to be oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the, the Japanese like JRPG style game Definitely. or something. Um, maybe some fighting games. I have a feeling they might go that route too. As long um, as it's not like the um, the the Jump Force. Oh my god, it was terrible. That was like the worst <laughs> fighting game I've ever played. Controls were terrible. Yeah, as long <laughs> as it's not like that, I think we'll be in good shape. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, but but yeah, they, they said that they're going to be developing games for consoles, PC, smart devices, and they're also developing analog games. You know, for instance, like board games. That's cool. I would love to pick up a board game of that style. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they develop like a uh, tabletop role playing game, like a TTRPG, 
like uh, D&D, for instance. Yeah, that would be really cool. I'd, I would buy it. it. Anime. <laughs> oh, 100%. Give me an anime TTRPG. I'll play it. Like uh, <laughs> One that came out recently that I want to play is a uh, basically a D&D adventure based in the world of uh, Konosuba. Oh my god, I love Kotosuba. Yeah. <laughs> that show is hilarious. Oh, uh, dude, uh, it, it looks like a fucking blast, and uh, I'm definitely interested in playing that. You uh, Send me a link to that when we get off here, because I should yeah. look into that. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a link to it, dude. It, it looks fun. I watched a playthrough of it, and mm-hmm. it was uh, this uh, group of people doing a one-shot of it, and it looked like a ton of fun. Hell yeah. You got me at Konosuba. <laughs> I'm oh, still yeah, waiting dude. for more seasons of that show. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Um, yeah, so our next um, our uh, our next little topic here is a uh, little Tomb Raider. Yeah, that, they announced a new Tomb Raider game. Which yeah, that's kind I've, of exciting. It is. Did you have you gotten to play the like the, the I'll call it this newer. Um, uh saga have, of tomb raider i have not but i've heard very good things about it dude i've i've played the first one um and it was freaking awesome it they yeah. did such a good job like there was this part where you like fall in this river and mm-hmm. her you could just you like you just see her freaking leg like break, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like fuck. snapped, and I was yeah. just like, oh, oh, like it was hard to watch. <laughs> so like, like I love their their way of storytelling. I love the gameplay. The like you like went through these like crypts. I'll call them. I, I forget what their actual name was, um, but it was really really cool and really mm-hmm. well done. Um, and I'm glad they're gonna continue on with the series. I think I own the next one in the line. I just, it's just in my backlog. I just haven't yeah, gotten yeah. to it. Yeah, because I, I think you're referring to uh, the Shadow of Tomb Raider, yes. right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe yeah, so. There's been, there's three out right now. Yeah, because it started off with Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yep. I have not played that. And then Shadow of the Tomb Raider, have not played that. And then uh, there's another one. Yeah, I don't remember what even the third one's called. Same. Um, but it's definitely but, on my list. <laughs> yeah, the, the new one is going to be developed on the new Unreal 5 engine, so that's exciting. Dude, yeah. Un- Unreal Real, uh, Engine makes some of the craziest looking like games. Like They yeah. look so incredibly real. Oh, yeah. Very immersive and very beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so definitely yes. look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. This is this will be a this will be a nice win for the studio when they get this out and get it in the players' hands. Um, like as I've shown us in the past, that they're able to um, to release some really really cool stuff. So I have I have no doubt in my mind that they're gonna release something some more mm-hmm. gold. You know. Oh yeah. Um, let's see here. So um, we got some unfortunate news this yeah, year. Yeah, and um, honestly, the, the, I hate to say it. Uh, Chris, this doesn't come to a surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so um, for our listeners out there that haven't heard, um, E three is canceled completely, yeah. physical yeah, both, and yeah, digital. Yep. Yeah, the ESA uh, formally announced the cancellation, and it was officially confirmed uh, to Axios, uh, one of a no a site that usually reports on uh, like gaming news and stuff. 
but it yep. is set to return in uh, 2023. So yep. we'll see. Uh, a ESA rep told Axios that it will be both a physical and digital event. That's cool. I'm hoping that um, <clears throat> when that happens, uh, when it's back in physical, hopefully we can um, secure some passes and make a trip out to Cali oh, go, or wherever this is that happens. I forget. I, f- I feel like it's Cali. Um, I'm pretty sure it's California as well. Yeah. I, that would that would be a dream come true. That is on. I agree. That is uh, on my bucket list. Same. <laughs> same. Absolutely same. So, um, so what this means for most of the companies, most of the companies are going to have some of their, some sort of their own like showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony's been basically doing theirs for their while. They just do it at their own cadence. Yeah. The um, state of play. Yep. Um, Microsoft, this will be the, they, they have events throughout the year that aren't E3, but this will be their like first time not being at E3. Um, so they're going to have to show a lot on their own. Um, so this will this will be this will be interesting. I will I, I look forward to the change because what this means is is I like I I loved E3. I love just sitting there and just uh, for the weekend and just watching all the different events. Um, this gives the um, us the uh, ability to um, to actually like kind of pick and choose what we want to watch, um, and so like you're you're not stuck watching uh, like just about any game could come up um mm-hmm. like in like in a day like they give you an idea of like what studios are showing what and everything um but this will this will this will be a fun this will be a fun oh, like, yeah. summer <laughs> yeah even even without e3 the state of plays with multiple companies are going to be exciting so yeah. i am looking forward to those and since we're on the topic of video game companies in general uh, we should really talk on uh, Sony in regards to their new uh, quote unquote like Spartacus project. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. PlayStation Plus. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a uh, bit of a bit of a joke is what I'm going to call it. Yeah, this was this was really poorly done in my my own my opinion personal opinion like yeah i i I gotta agree like i just don't i don't get it um i'm pulling it up right now so basically um playstation plus is getting tears and so they're basically getting rid of playstation now and they're pushing playstation now into playstation plus yes um there there's uh what four three tiers three tiers um, there's the essential tier, the mm-hmm. extra tier, and the premium tier. Fucking extra. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I'll, I'll walk through these and we'll go one at a time here. No, um, ridiculous is what it is. Uh, so the essential, and this is the, uh, this is the, this is the base tier. So the essential is the same as PlayStation plus service that currently exists with no changes to the pricing includes two monthly downloadable games discounts uh save game cloud storage which i think is un it was absolutely ridiculous that that's not free um and access to online multiplayer for most games um so yeah that's your typical price that you're playing for playstation plus right now 
Nothing mm-hmm. changed there. Now let's go up a tier. So PlayStation Plus Extra. Um, this uh, tier includes all the same benefits from the Essential, and it adds a catalog of uh, around 400 PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games that can be downloaded at any time while you're a member. It includes first-party and third-party games, but no new exclusives will launch into the service. And the cost... Now, I'll I'll give just a few of these costs. So the cost in U.S. is $14.99 monthly, uh, $39.99 quarterly, and $100 yearly. And in the U.K., it will cost $10.99 euros, a monthly, uh, $31.99 quarterly, $83.99 yearly. Um, at this point, we don't know Australian prices, but I know Australian prices are usually more than everyone else. Um, so here's <laughs> here's the fun stuff. So this, <laughs> this doesn't give you... This doesn't give you like any of PlayStation's first party titles day one. So nope. Game Pass automatically does that. Like whatever, whatever, whichever route you go, and you don't even have to go to the ultimate route. You will automatically get day one titles. Day, I mean, um, yeah, day one titles, uh, like first party day one titles. So this just is like, no, we can't afford it or something. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're doing here. Um, I don't love it. I, I really don't. Like, if if they had tossed their exclusives in there, I would absolutely get a subscription for this. Yes. Without a doubt. Um, but this is this is this is crap. Um, oh yeah, like uh as as is right now, I I would not uh, subscribe to it. Like it, Game Pass is just leaps and bounds better. Yeah. And now mind you, Xbox Game Pass at some point will get a price hike. I I don't know what it's going to be. Um it will it will eventually. It's 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 going to happen. It's it's always bound to happen because you 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 release an attractive price to get people in and then they don't want to give it up. You hike it a little bit, like one or two bucks usually and then um you leave it the price for a while. Um but like it's just crazy to me. Like you could get the like the nine ninety nine a month Game Pass and basically get everything in this extra package plus the day one titles, um, and it's nine ninety nine a month and not fourteen ninety nine a month, <laughs> which is just is just bonkers to me. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's got, one. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I know it seems like we're dunking on Sony, but it it's not. It's basically. They're, they're just doing it to themselves at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have the money. Um, they're, they were the market leader last generation. Like it wasn't even close to be honest. <laughs> um, and when they give steam like this to Xbox, it's, it's Xbox is just going to dunk on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, and Oh my goodness. They have on social media. <laughs> it has been fantastic to watch. <laughs> Xbox, whoever is on their Twitter page, whoever the intern or their social media manager that watches that page, they are funny people. Yeah, they're, they're almost akin to like Arby's uh, yeah. social media guy because uh, right. they, they are a master at uh, their job in terms of uh, marketing. Without a doubt, dude. Without a doubt. Um, 
All right. We've got one more tier of PlayStation Plus. And yeah. this this is actually the most comical one. Um, so this is PlayStation Plus Premium. So it includes all the benefits, the other two packages, and it adds 340 extra games to the catalog, including PS1, PS2, and PSP games for streaming and download. PS3 games will be also available, but only to stream. Um, and then the streaming can be carried out on a PS4, PS5, and a PC. Um, premium members will also receive limited time trials of some games. Um, and the pricing for that looks like, and this is in um, US dollars, so $17.99 monthly, $49.99 quarterly, $120 yearly. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. In the UK, um, $13.49 monthly, $39.99 quarterly, and $100 yearly. Now, here's here's some kickers in here. PS3. Why is that just streaming? Like Now, mind you, I can't think of any PS3 titles that I want to go back and play, but it's just so odd. Like, that is odd. That is, that, that is streaming and not like the lower quality ones like PS1 or something. Right, right. Like, I remember it being quite difficult to make games on the PS3. I, I think a, a lot of developers had a hard time with it mm-hmm. because of um, the architecture or something that they used. Um, and maybe that's what it is, but still like you, you have, you, at this point, you have the best engineers in the world, um, use them, have them figure it out, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you should be able to download these games. If you can stream it, you can download it in my opinion. Exactly. Um, then honestly, there's oh, just not a note. There's just with, with that tier, cause you're paying roughly like nine ninety nine a month, like, or like 10 bucks a month. So it's just not enough bang for the buck in my opinion, because I can pay roughly the same price for game pass and just yep. get better options without and a now, doubt. And now that things are multi-platform now, and there's no real sense in doing like a console war, so to speak, yep. or just say like, Oh, my PS five is better than your Xbox series X. Like, <laughs> It's just like there's no real point anymore because most games are, like I said, multi-platform. Yeah, you have yep. your few exclusives here yep. and there, but nothing for PlayStation right now is incentivizing me to purchase a PS5. Right. I agree. I yeah. agree. I haven't, like, sure. Um, what is it? Ratchet and Clank would be fun, but it's only like 10 hours, eight or yeah. 10 hours. I and love so like, Ratchet and Clank. But me I, too. <laughs> I do not want to buy a, a system just to play it. And no, no. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I agree. I I, I, th- I thought it was a great series. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And then, then there's Spider-Man. Spider-Man, like, I I've, I liked the, the, the Spider-Man that came out on the PlayStation 4. It had pacing issues, but it overall was a good yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Um, but would I buy a console for it? No, absolutely no. not. <laughs> um, and I and I actually think the the uh, what Miles Morales is playable on PS4. Yes, still. I believe so. And it, w- whatever the new one is, I think they're going to still have it backwards compatible for now because they're having really bad supply constraints. Um, and so. This 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 three dollar hike 
for their like their premium is kind of crazy because mm-hmm. Game Pass Ultimate is fourteen ninety nine and does all of that plus more. <laughs> so I I don't know I I I like I have a hard time believing that the exact like the the people in there like push this through without like some like people like looking at them crazy on, on the board like dude yeah. I think we're missing a mark here like. There's no way there. This was a hundred percent pass go through. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean we'll kind of have to wait and see to see you know how how this shakes out. But overall, I'm just not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I, yeah, yeah. I I hope that I hope that um like this is just what it's going to release as. Um, so this of course can change at any point in time. But I hope that one day they change it. I hope that I what they need what needs to happen is the um, the PlayStation fans out there actually seriously need to speak up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. don't let companies do this to you. Mm. <laughs> companies will take advantage of you. They're greedy. <laughs> do not let it happen. Just speak up. <laughs> Make your voice heard. That's the best thing you can do. Exactly. I 100 percent agree. Uh, all right, all right. And I mean, since we're on the Sony train, we we might as well talk on their recent string of uh, layoffs that occurred. Yeah, yeah, this is just sad. a part of their quote-unquote global transformation, they cut roughly 90 employees despite having pretty significant growth as a company overall. So... It's kind of uh, weird, if you ask me. Yeah, that, so that they did this because they they cut the jobs from their merchandising and retail marketing teams as part of this you no know, transformation. Um, but I also just don't really understand why, because they had, like I said, a, a massive growth. So I I don't know. What do you think about this? Um, yeah, I'm not sure what happened here. Like, I, I, I hate when companies lay off people and then have these crazy, like crazy good years. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they've just been on the rise. Like they're not, it's not like they're declining in any way. So like, I don't know. I've, I've always feel like when you're a big company like this and you have, it, it was, it was only, it. so I don't want to say it was only, but it was 90 people. Yeah, and um, I feel like you could have reclassified those people into different roles within the company where they could use those skills. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and the fact that they just laid them off and they didn't do that is just disappointing. Yeah, strictly disappointing. What they could have done is they could have given them more notice. Yeah. Uh, According to Axios, again, the employees were only given two weeks notice. Yeah. And that's not enough time to, to find a new job. Right. It, it's not. It's not. Like, I don't know. Give them, give them like a, give them like two month notice. Like, hey, listen, we're making some changes. We don't have a spot here to fill you a company. Um, we weren't we're going to give you time to find a role um, and hopefully get you going on your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this affected some of those, have you ever met any of the Sony reps that go through the stores? I have not. No. 
um when i used to work at best buy um i there was a there was a lady who was the she was like the playstation rep the sony yeah, yeah, rep yeah. um i think she was a, would have been affected by this the looking at like how this is worded and everything mm-hmm. um so i hope i hope she finds a a new role um because yeah. i couldn't i don't think she left that role i think she really liked it um so i hope like i hope those different people are able to find the find their way and find something new and mm-hmm. um in this working world this hectic crazy world <laughs> um but yeah um i guess this kind of actually ties in again with sony um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because now they they own this company. (laughs) Dude, how this fucking transpired and how this played out was not planned at all for those listening. Like, this is honestly like a coincidence, to be real. (laughs) I didn't even think about it until I was like looking. I was like, oh, my God, this is actually Sony again. (laughs) Well, we touched on this earlier in in a past episode where Sony now owns Crunchyroll. And we have news regarding Crunchyroll and the combination of them and Funimation. So slowly but surely, Funimation shows have been you know, funneling into Crunchyroll and Verve for our viewing pleasure. However, one thing that has been announced, which was on Friday of last week, was that Crunchyroll announced their plans to eliminate the free version of their service with ads as a, you know, as one of the tiers that go along like with their pricing. So previously, you know, you could watch the anime with limited commercials and the trade-off is, you know, when you pay, you get access to the simulcasts that premiere in Japan. So it's like you pay that extra money, and then you, you get no ads and then get access to the simulcast, which is super cool. But now with this new service, uh, you are no longer going to be able to, to view Crunchyroll anime uh, with ads. There is, however, a asterisk to this. So to ease this transition, uh, first three episodes of select shows we don't know what these shows are yet but they will allow for ad supported viewing a week after they premiere so (laughs) at least there's that but then that will end may 31st right so it's like okay this is super weird dude people Um, are just gonna start pirating all this shit again yeah honestly uh they have said, Crunchyroll have said that free content will continue to be offered in the future, but what that would entail is still undecided and unclear. And they too are offering a tiered system with their subscription service. So yeah. there's three different tiers, just like how there is with that new PlayStation Plus. There's the fan tier of $8, $10 mega fan tier, and then $15 ultimate fan tier uh as to what these tiers entail it's a bit murky and not really clear because it doesn't really go into them too much at least that's what i can see 
Yeah, I think I had it up on their website when I was... Uh... Okay, oh, here it is. All right, so fan tier is $7.99 a month. You get at, no no ads. You get full access to their library, which is nice. And you also get access to simulcast. So that's not bad, $7.99 a month. Yeah, it's um, not. Let's see, mega fan is in, includes offline viewing access to four concurrent streams, and they also get a special benefit for the Crunchyroll store that provides a $15 off purchase for every $100 that you spend every three months. Then the final tier is the ultimate fan for you know, 15 bucks a month, ad-free viewing, full access to library, simulcast access, manga access, offline viewing, Six concurrent streams. You'll also receive a annual swag bag, so that's kind of cool. Um, you also get access to exclusive merchandise, and you get access to a twenty-five dollar off purchase of every hundred dollars every three months. Is that worth fifteen bucks? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably I... just gonna do the seven ninety-nine. Yeah, <laughs> to be real. I have the free trial right now because I'm, I was a Verve um, yeah. person. So uh, they gave me the mega fan version with that hey, free trial. There you go. Um, I got to say, I, uh, for Christmas, my girlfriend got me a, um, it was a one piece shirt from the Crunchyroll site. Woo! Honestly, dude, it was, a, it, it's a quality shirt, man. Is it? Yeah. It's like, if that's how all their stuff is, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> Nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. So uh, if you like there's you like anime stuff, I mean, you want some clothing? I I got the one shirt and it was awesome. So <laughs> I could say get one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't really have much to add to that. It's just. It's just a bit slimy. <laughs> it's. It's. It's just a bit slimy. Um. To just take away that free tier. Um. Because I don't know. There's. There's people out there that you're like. Well. I like to watch this stuff and mm-hmm. it's just like cable with just the ads, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it pans out for them. Um, and that is our last Sony story. I promise. Yes, I swear <laughs> to God. But we will, we will end on a more positive note and a more positive story that kind of came out of nowhere. That you, you were kind of surprised by this too. Yeah, I didn't see this. <laughs> no, no. Well, the, the Grammys occurred recently. Uh, luckily, it was not like the Oscars where it involved somebody getting slapped in the face. So no worries oh there. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has seen and heard and, and have been assaulted by memes regarding the slapping incident. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the Grammys. And we're here to talk about a video game winning a Grammy. What video game, though? We're talking about Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, There was an arrangement of Meta Knight's Revenge that picked up a Grammy. The award was given to an ensemble called the 8-Bit Big Band, headed up by Charlie Rosen and Jake Silverman. And a lot of positive feedback has been circulating in regards to Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It is now the fourth best-selling game in the franchise. 
So that's kind of cool that they won this award and that the video game is doing so well. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm really happy for Kirby. You know the funny thing? I think I've only played one Kirby game. Um, I think I have two, and it was <laughs> a old one. Yes, it's very like I. I want to say it was on GameCube. I really want to say it was GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what it could have been. I have not a clue in this world. Um, but the most Kirby I've ever played was has always been Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kirby's my main in Smash Bros. <laughs> but uh, I'm really happy it's getting some attention. The mm-hmm. the people that um, that helped create that, I'm glad they got a Grammy. It's 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 really cool to see a, mm-hmm. a video game get a Grammy in in one way. (laughs) Yeah, super cool. Um, So it's a 65-person arrangement, which is kind of cool. It's insane. It's a lot of people. The band has also covered tracks from, you know, legendary games like Legend of Zelda, Super Mario 64, and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. That's super cool. That's super cool. Ooh, real quick. Speaking of Sonic the Hedgehog, I'm hearing that people are loving it. Yeah, and it comes out... uh, Soon, right uh i think it's out this week yeah i think it, yeah it comes out this week yeah there was like um there was this dude on twitter he got an early viewing of it he's like this is fucking awesome <laughs> nice. yeah it comes out uh, april 8th hell yeah so, so two, uh, two, two more days heck yeah i i mean i'm gonna see it eventually i won't see it in theaters more than likely but when I do see it, I'm going to love it because I love the first one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was blown away by the first one. I enjoyed it heavily. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the few times a gaming movie worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like the last gaming movie that I really enjoyed was uh, Detective Pikachu. I have it. I still have to watch it. You should. I will. I totally will because it, it looked fun. <laughs> it, it is a very fun movie. Very well done. You don't think Ryan Reynolds would do well as the voice of Pikachu, but it works. I did, is he the voice of Pikachu? He is indeed. Oh my god! It is fantastic. <laughs> That's hilarious. It is fantastic. <laughs> you know what? I didn't think he was going to work well as Batman, and he actually did a good job with that as well. When did Ryan Reynolds do Batman? He played. Uh, didn't he do it in the Justice League? No, that was uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, you're right. I get those two mixed up. My bad. My bad. No, you're, bad. No, you're good. I was just like, <laughs> did Ryan Reynolds be Batman? My bad. I got them <laughs> totally mixed up. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. You're good. Um, no worries. Yeah, I think that's it for us today, man. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a, a lot covered. A lot of gaming news. A lot of other news, too. So some some good surprises in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always uh, it's always a good time. It's always a, it's always some topics in the in the the pop culture world. <laughs> um, let's see here. So uh, go ahead and do your sign off, man. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, so as always, I have been Mason, also known as Rad Dreams from Rad Dreams Review. You are more than welcome to follow me on my YouTube channel, Rad Dreams Review. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been good today. Awesome, awesome. And I am uh, Chameleon. You can find me on. Um, Twitch at twitch.tv slash I and I I've been streaming a little bit lately. Um, and then also at um, chameleon games on Twitter. Um, 
But, uh, thanks for joining us for another episode, guys. We always appreciate it. If you if you like, uh, feel free to like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> um, and uh, we will uh, be with you guys again next time. We should have uh, we should have Devin back next week. Let's hope so. Absolutely. Well, till then, guys. Uh, see you guys later. See you.